Hello, are we on the air yet? Welcome to the Core Performance Podcast, taking you one step closer to self-mastery on and off the course. Fire up that growth mindset, and let's dive into the core of elite golf and human performance. Now, here's your hosts, Ian Highfield and Andrew Losey. Hello, Core Performance Podcast listeners. I'm your host, Ian Highfield, and today, uh, there's no real need for a huge build-up. Um, to introduce our guest because I am actually right now sat in the gym uh, at the Core Golf Facility in Natick just outside of Boston and with me of course because I'm in the gym is our fitness trainer Coach Kevin. Kevin how are you? Great to be here man thanks for having me. Thanks for for coming on so um, you've been at Core now what were we saying like three months? Three months yep September. Time time flies when you're having fun uh, so for the people listening to the podcast, uh, obviously our academy students will, will know you. They've benefited from your your knowledge, your expertise, your energy, your passion. Um, but some of the uh, members that come to core or people that come and practice at core, they might not know who you are and what you do. So why don't sure, you sure. introduce yourself? Happy to happy to have you. Yeah. So uh, like I said, my name is Kevin. I've been a uh, strength and conditioning coach for about eight years now. Um, from New Jersey, went to school in Pennsylvania, got my four-year exercise science degree, um, NSCA certified, CSCS certified strength conditioning specialist. I'm also TPI certified, Titleist Performance, runs a facility out in San Diego. Um, was certified in that a few years back as well. So been working on a lot of strength, mobility, stability, everything these golfers need um, to improve their game, but also improve their lifestyles too. So here to help and happy to be here. Awesome, man. So that's a that's a good introduction to kind of your you as a person and and a little bit of your qualifications. Tell us, you know, why why did you choose this road? Why did you want to be a, a fitness coach? Um, and then why specifically in in sports? I know you did a bit in in soccer uh, or, or football um, for my friends back home that would would not like me uh, using that terminology. Hmm. Um, so I know you've done a bit in soccer in the past and. Um, I know obviously now you're working in golf. So why, why did you choose fitness? Why did you choose sport as, as your career? Sure. I think, uh, being an athlete is something that is something so multi-level to that, right? You can really take so many aspects of a game, competition, training, practice, recovering into everyday life. So I became a strength addiction coach because I wanted to give back to as many people that had helped me along my career. I played college across. Um, played defense, uh, four-year college, um, and then from there I kind of lost the uh, the athleticism because I was not playing anymore, and I needed something to. As a, I feel like a lot of um, ex-athletes go through, you miss something. So I picked up a golf club a little bit later than most, but I realized I had some pretty exceptional speed. So I was like, I- I'm dedicating my time for this, which a lot of golfers do. So for me, I just wanted to give back. Uh, from what I've learned and to give back to all the coaches that I've worked with to help and educate. And uh, yeah, I just really wanted to help core make it to that next level and bring everything that I can to, to up, up everyone's game. Awesome, man. Tell us a little bit about your, your time in, in lacrosse. Sure. Um, what did you, what were your experiences as an athlete? Yeah, what sure. did you um, learn and how did that lay a foundation for, for this as a career? 
Yeah, so being in a team sport is very different than golf. Um, golf is a lot of individualism, but also a lot of team. So with lacrosse, if you mess up, they score, that's on you. But also, you're there to support the guy next to you, to your left and right. So I think a lot of the things you get from a team sport are so applicable in the gym. You have to communicate. You have to be present every day. You have to be on time. You have to be punctual. And you have to give your 100% effort every time. Right? You can't really take a playoff. And for a golfer, like every stroke counts. You can't take a playoff. So there's just so many parallels to that. And uh, yeah, I guess that would be that would be my experiences in lacrosse and how it kind of relates. And you know, rotational athletes in general need to know how to turn. You can't just train forward and back. You got to train rotationally. Okay, boom. That's a nice segment into the into the next question. So why don't you tell us a little bit now about how you're taking the world of um, physical exercise, strength and conditioning, uh, mobility, training, however you want to put it. How are you taking it and helping golfers uh, become better? And also, why is it so important for a, for a golfer to invest time in being in the gym? Not only if they want to be a, a more fit, healthy person, but why? Why does it help the actual um golf swing and and ultimately golf score so golf is one of those things that is such a specific skill there's a lot of things happening in very split seconds a lot of sequencing we'd call it um and being able to have that motor control or that demand that like fire muscling at every instant and be under control of that at all times comes from understanding how your body moves and limitations you may have or may not have are assessed throughout a, a very thorough assessment getting all joint range of motions, seeing what your capabilities are. And beyond all that, you know, it's all about just playing the game for a long time. I think a lot of what we do in the gym is longevity based. It's not looking for the shortcuts. Um, as all golfers know, it takes a while to become good at this game. And if you're lucky, the few lucky that are naturally good, I, I applaud you. But uh, for the most of us, it takes a lot of time to really get better at this game and, and perfect your craft. So training is just a variable that we as coaches are always in communication with each other of what our players need and um, you know and the physical side is really where the game's going everyone's playing longer and playing uh, playing further off the tee so if we can add a little power and strength to the athlete then it's all we're here for so what what you're talking about there is um, physical fitness is gonna help you number one I think you said understand kind of a little bit about your body Number two, if there's any limitations, by being in the gym, you can remove those limitations. That's going to allow you to swing the club better. Correct. Uh, and then number three, when you get there, maybe the addition of some some speed, some power, so you can hit the ball further. Correct. Um, so understand, understanding of your body, removal of limitations, allowing you to swing the club better, and then some implementation of, of speed and power. So... Why don't you talk a little bit about the, the Junior Academy? How have you, or in, in some instances, I guess we, hmm. um, put together this program that, that helps the, the junior golfer, number one, understand their body, number two, remove limitations, and number three, when they're ready, increase speed and power? Sure. So we need to assess first, because if you don't assess, you're just guessing. So a lot of what we do comes from objective measures. What objective measures more in-depthly means we run all of our athletes through a TPI physical screen, checking their mobility, stability, 
From there, we gather all the information we discuss with coaches in terms of what our players need most, whether it's up return, lower stability, more power, more ground force, whatever the, whatever the case is for that athlete, we address those issues in the gym as well as in their swing. And then from there, we take what we know and we retest them. And come springtime, when tournaments start to play, we're going to retest them and make sure that things that we're working on this offseason are going to essentially help them get to those power, that speed, that distance. Um, but it's all a team approach. You can't do without one or the other. So not only is it coaching, it's it's physical as well, mental game like what Ian does, but it, it is all one encumber, encompassing um, feature that we do at Core Academy that is so different than any other, especially in New England, that we take the athlete as a whole and we break it apart to put it back together. So let, let me ask you this. Why don't we dive into that a little deeper? Um, you don't have to name the student, but maybe there's a student that had a physical limitation you identified this limitation their coach it was a bit like a light bulb moment and their coach is like yeah i agree i see that limitation that's why he can't get the mechanics of his golf swing here mm-hmm. and then this was the solution this was the underpinning cause these were the exercises can sure. you can you talk in a little bit more specifics just for the golfer listening the, or, or the general trend. What were the general trends in the players in the academy that you saw? What exercises did you give? And then how did this help their golf swing become more effective? Sure. So the big thing, the overarching thing that we found from screening all of our academy players was understanding and addressing what your pelvis is doing at address, at backswing, and at impact, and then through follow-through. So the pelvis, if no one really knows what that is, it's a fancy term for your hips. Right? Your hips are the general and the, the really the commander of your golf swing. If your pelvis is out of sync, your sequencing is going to be off from the start all the way through your swing. So the first thing we looked at is, can you pelvic tilt? And if you don't know how to pelvic tilt, I, I, I encourage all of you to try it. It's harder than it looks. Um, but that understanding how to pelvic tilt, more importantly, posterior pelvic tilt through impact is what transfers energy from your ground, through your core, through your arms, through the club. And that really what is impacting the ball. So understanding, I mean, we had a bunch of kids that came through and were had obviously not a ton of experience in the gym and more importantly, not a ton of experience in the gym and how it relates to golf. Everyone knows exercise is important. However, training a golfer is very specific in nature. So we need to, like I said, break things down to take five steps forward. So that's all we're doing here is understanding the pelvis is first and then everything systemically works from there. So a student that starts to get more understanding of their pelvis and what kind of exercises might you put into place to to help them achieve the understanding Mm -hmm. or I guess remove limitations from around the area? What would be, no, okay, yeah, pun intended, what would be the (laughs) core, the core exercises Uh, that you would use? Well, there's a ton of things first. Before you can even get to exercise, they need to understand, educate them on to what they're doing or what they're not doing. And that comes from just going slow, understanding concepts, and then once concepts are laid in place, you know, there's thousands, millions of exercises you can do with progressions, whether it's anterior core, rotational core, um, glute strengthening, whether it's in a supine, like a hip bridge position, you then load that through dynamic postures and then get them moving in rotational capacities with core stability and glute stability. And there's just so many things that stem from that. Yeah, and and I think let's... Let's shift gear a little bit. So ultimately, uh, again, to review for the the listeners, what you're helping um, the core golf academy, junior golf academy players do is understand their body a little bit more, 
workout limitations mm -hmm. and then uh, develop more speed and power. Uh, and, and I'm a big believer in this. I believe the mind moves the body, the body moves the club, and the club moves the ball. So obviously my coaching um, in mental performance helps you put your mind in a place that's going to give you more chance of hitting a good golf shot. But if your body's all jacked up, limited in movement, limited in rotation, if you don't understand where your body is in time and space, you can have an awesome mental game, but you're not going to have the physical competencies to, to swing that golf club. Couldn't agree more. So, you know, in, in my role, I wanted you out on the range with the, with the kids. Sure. So we have a, a, a system at Core Golf where um, the students arrive, our first 45 minutes to an hour, they'll work on fundamentals, they'll work on mechanics, they'll have the golf coach look at their golf swing, uh, and then we break out into stations, and there would generally be a, a battlefield kind of station, which is a performance game. There would maybe a mental station where they'll spend time with me. Uh, there may be a short game station, but at least 50% of the time, um, there is a fitness station. So just describe what some of those fitness exercises that our players on the range during golf practice, mm -hmm. uh, what what those exercises look like that they're participating in. Sure, sure, absolutely. So the big part of any um, athletic performance is a proper warm-up. So a lot of things we do is get heart rate up, increase blood temperature, increase um, joint temperature through fun dynamic warm-ups, you know, skips, shuffles, karaoke's, um, backpedaling, you know, jumping, squatting, lunging, all those dynamic motions. And then from there, we kind of break out into different um, groups, I'd call them, or buckets. From there, we have stability, which is a lot of one leg motion, single leg stability, and then you move around that motion. So working into a lunge, but then turning. Working into a single leg RDL or a bowler squat, and then getting into lateral planes as well, and then reaching through there. From there, we get into more like plyometrics. So a lot of um, like drop squats, um, lateral hide-ins or skater hops, however you want to call, call them, um, owning your stability with power. And then in turn, from there, once your body's warm, prepped, your nervous system's ready to go, then we incorporate strength. And the strength is really fun because you can really see which athletes have done the exercise before and the ones who need it most. And the strength is really where my role comes into play because a lot of these kids are still growing into their bodies um, they're good athletes. They they understand how to swing a club, but then you get them into a split squat or into a any kind of like lateral lunging, and they just they get two left legs. They don't know how to do it. So that's <laughs> where I can come in and really help them along that motor learning path of hey, this is where your body needs to be in time and space, just like a swing. And then we always relay it back to the club path to how your body moves in that in that posture. Yeah, and it's I think it's a credit to you and your program. I was on the practice range with um, Chris the other day and. I don't know if we were in a session or if we were watching one or two of the kids that had come up to practice themselves, um, but there was a particular student there and Chris turned to me and he said, wow, um, I can see the work that's being done in the gym and in the core sessions where we've introduced fitness as part of the program. I can see the work that is being done transferring into this student's golf swing. Mm -hmm. They're now finally able to get the club closer uh, to the position I want it. So I think that's awesome and, and really, really hi highlights the importance of this. Um, however, sometimes 
parents, especially of, of teenage children, um, kids that are going through peak height velocity, going through puberty, um, have a lot of other things on their plate, um, academics-wise and other mm-hmm. sports, they're sometimes a, a, a little reluctant or a little worried um, about their child getting in the gym. So how how would you respond if there's any parents on this podcast that are like, well, I don't think that fitness is right for my student, uh, sorry, for my child at, mm-hmm. at this juncture of their life with what they're going through physically and what they have on academically and in other areas? How, how would you respond and educate and guide them to maybe making a more informed decision? Sure. Well, there's two trains of thoughts here, Ian. I think you have one, which is the anecdotal side, and then you have the other, which is research-based. I like to kind of teeter on the line between the both of them. Um, I think a lot of what is debunked through research is that training youth athletes through those peak height velocities stunt their growth, and that's actually been proven to be false. Um, Load and training load is no different than you swinging a club a thousand times in a range session. Right? You're still putting your spine under tons of stress, right? And then all we're doing is we're building, if a car analogy, we're building bigger brake pads. So you can swing that club consistently and not have to worry about your back getting hurt. We're stressing the spine in a way that actually builds bony growth instead of deteriorating it. So I think the biggest thing I can take away of, of my years of coaching with youth athletes especially is that we're keeping them coordinated through those awkward times when they're growing so that they can keep the patterns to keep them swinging the way they want to swing when they're young till they hit true adolescence into adulthood. So the training, all it's doing is doubling down on what the coaches are, are, are giving in their lessons. So I think to your point, Ian, it's, it's really hard to have that uphill battle, but I think education is absolutely paramount here. Um, and just showing them that, hey, we're not training your kid like a football player. And if we do, you gotta find another coach. We're looking to train your player like a golfer and really assess their needs. Awesome, and I, I feel like the core students are really buying into that. Um, it's been unbelievable watching you in your, your first three months Appreciate arrive. Um, bring your energy, your passion up onto the awesome core facility. Have the kids go through in, in group training. The amount of demand that you've actually created um, outside of the academy hours now um, with junior athletes junior golfers coming uh, to attend your sessions i think is is testament to what you're doing and testament to that education mm-hmm. um now I guess changing gears a little bit what you do just for junior players or do you expand out and and help the average club golfer do you help non-golfers are you helping other athletes you know you utilize the the gym facility we have here on a, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Are you specific for junior athletes, um, or do you go beyond that? Oh no, man! I've I've like I said, I've I've been in the I've been in this gym industry for a while. I've done physical therapy a while. I've done occupational therapy, athletic training, run big gyms before. So I, I've had a lot of experience working through adult populations, general populations, um, but also the the adult golfer who's trying to keep his distance on the game. So. Yes, we are at Core Academy, one of the best facilities in New England, and we're looking to train golfers year-round. Um, but also, like we're trying to train everyone who's trying to be healthy too. I think fitness is meant to be shared, and you know, health and wellness is nothing to take for granted, especially during these times. So, the better we can educate and better we can like reach out to the communities and help people that are not just golfers, but uh, you know, the local moms or dads who are trying to stay fit through the 
through the winter months as well. Be happy to here to help and really uh, give you the best efforts, put our best foot forward. Awesome. So a couple of quick questions. Shoot. Let's say someone um, 45, 50 years old, want to get better at golf. Yep. They decide to book some sessions with you. Mm-hmm. What do those sessions look like? Sure. Uh, and then a non-golfer. Sure. So, Non-golfer just lives locally. Maybe <laughs> hears this podcast. Like, you know what? That guy sounds like he knows what he's talking about. I'm gonna go get some training. What What would that look like? Sure. So, if you're a golfer, obviously we look we look through um, TPI screen. In the TPI screen, we're looking at all of your movement capabilities, like we talked about earlier, um, and what you can and can't do in your swing. We're not trying to change your swing. We're just trying to make it more efficient. So, in those sessions, they're hour long, and we're looking at the whole body. We're looking at mobility. We're looking at stability, we're looking at overall strength, and obviously we're listening to your goals. Like if you're not trying to be strong and bulky and stuff, we're not gonna work on a lot of hypertrophy or strength or power. Um, if you're an average guy who's just coming off the streets, wants to get fit, again, client need will always come first. And I think being an active listener has helped me a lot in my career and being able to give what my clients need best and foremost. Um, but also understanding if you're a golfer in the winter, it's okay if you're not swinging a ton. This is a great time to address those limitations you might have and then to double down on them so that in the spring, when you're warm, you're feeling pretty good, you can get out there without even have to worrying about those first couple of rounds. Ooh, is my back going to go? You know, we've already trained that. We're already strong and um, we're hitting the ball longer and we're playing, playing a better game. So ultimately, if you're a golfer, get more out of your current swing. Just condition your body to have less limitations, be able to access that best golf swing more often. Uh, and if you're not a golfer, just come in just for, for for general health, general fitness, general mindset, correct? You got it. So what, what are some of the benefits? If someone's not exercising, and this might seem like such a basic question, mm-hmm. but if someone's not exercising and they come, come to see you, what are the benefits that they're going to feel initially from you know, coming in and, and training with Coach Kevin. Sure. I think uh, a lot of people have the misconception that training is meant to kick your butt. But it is to an extent. But I don't think that all training needs to be boot camp style. I think I I look at training as a long-term investment. You should be doing this throughout your life until you're 70, 80, 90, if you live that long. And hopefully the point of this is to educate your body on how we live a more efficient lifestyle. I don't really believe in fad trainings. I believe in taking things as a whole picture and really addressing the things that you need. Um, if you want to get strong, we're here. We got plenty of weights here too. Uh, we could do a little bit of both, but ultimately, uh, I'm, a, I'm a patient guy and I'm always here to help. So if there's anything we can do, whether you're looking to get 10 yards off a long tee or if you're trying to just you know keep up with your son playing, either way, that's what we're here for. Awesome, dude. So. Um I think we can wrap up. Gives a nice little insight into um, golf fitness, your your role at the Core Golf Academy. Um, great value if you're a golfer. Great value if you're a non-golfer. So where can where can people find you? Um, do you have an Instagram? Like, just talk a little bit about um, maybe give your email if people have questions they sure. want to ask. And and how does it go booking sessions with you? Because you are already, even in three months, you're extremely busy. So are you even taking any more clients on? Like, just, just throw that out there, and then I think we can probably uh, wrap this thing up. Yeah, so we're located at 218 Speen Street. We're not up on the range, if you're familiar. We're actually in, like, kind of near Fairway Circle next to ZD's, right off of Speen Street. Um, 
Yes, I am certain, uh, currently taking clients on. I'm always looking to help. I'm always making time for you. Whether you can make it in my schedule or not, I'll be, do my best to accommodate your needs. Um, typically, I'll hear about late mornings, 10, maybe a little little earlier if needed. And I'm here till about 7 o'clock working with the ki kids at night. So, um, yeah, I, my email is kevin at teamcore.com. Be happy to respond to your emails. Pretty punctual with that. Um, but you can also just drop by, stop, pop your head in and say, hey, heard your podcast. Sounded like a good time. And I'd be happy to schedule you in. Instagram? You post exercises and clips yeah, on Instagram? Yeah, absolutely. So. Our Instagram here is uh, Kevin at Team Core. Um, or it's Core Fit, I think. I actually look, I looked it up. I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the link uh, below. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll write it in the description. I'm, I'm unsure of that too. Um, but awesome. Well, Kevin, really appreciate your, uh, your energy and passion uh, nice. that you've brought to the team. Um, we can see the, the kids thriving, whether they're having a session up on the range as part of their golf practice design or whether they're in the gym here with you uh, as part of a group or as an individual. So hopefully we can spread the word and help you live out your goal of, of helping people, um, you know, just just thrive and benefit from, from physical exercise. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you taking the time, man. Looking forward to seeing all your faces in the winter. Stay strong, stay healthy. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Core Performance Podcast, your one-stop shop for getting to the core of all things golf and human performance. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more information or to connect with Ian and Andrew, check us out on Instagram at Core Academy. We'll see you next time.